We are generally so embedded in the external surface consciousness and the ego personality that we naturally believe that represents who we are. This focus on the external being, however, is subject to being driven by impulsions, desires, impressions, and various forces that are at work to push or pull us in various directions. We are generally not even aware that these forces are acting upon us, and thus believe that we are self-determining beings who are in control of our lives, our thoughts, our actions and reactions. Sri Aurobindo contrasts this state with that of the separate witness consciousness, which is not involved in the actions and reactions of the surface being, but which rather can observe them dispassionately and can focus on the deeper spiritual truths of existence that are the true guides for the role we each play in the universal manifestation. The witness consciousness is not a mental construct, however. The shift from the surface consciousness of the body-life-mind complex to that of the separate witness observing the action of the nature is something experienced and is recognized as real by those who undergo this shift. It is not the same as what we call an introspective personality, where there is a constant, self-critical, internal dialogue of inner isolation. The witness consciousness presents itself as an undeniable state of awareness that may feel like the state of watching a motion picture, although in this case, the motion picture is the external nature of the individual. The less attached one is to the surface actions and reactions, the more one can lose the identification with the desires, thoughts, and feelings that arise in the external being, the easier it can be to change or remove those elements that need to be changed, as there is more of a sense of it not being actually part of one's core existence and thus it can be left behind. Sri Aurobindo notes, quote, When one lives in the true consciousness, one feels the desires outside oneself, entering from outside, from the universal lower prakriti, into the mind and the vital parts. In the ordinary human condition, this is not felt. Men become aware of the desire only when it is there, when it has come inside and found a lodging or a habitual harborage, and so they think it is their own and a part of themselves. The first condition for getting rid of desire is, therefore, to become conscious with the true consciousness, for then it becomes much easier to dismiss it than when one has to struggle with it as if it were a constituent part of oneself to be thrown out from the being. It is easier to cast off an accretion than to excise what is felt as a parcel of our substance. Reference, Sri Aurobindo and the Mother, Our Many Selves, Practical Yogic Psychology, Chapter 4, Becoming Conscious, pages 126 to 127.